G'day everybody, welcome to the podcast. Uh, I'm going to be honest, I don't know really what I'm going to call this podcast. I think it's either going to be called uh, Life After Twitch or Friday Night Frothies. For those of you who don't know me, uh, my name's Steve-O and I uh, previously was a full-time Twitch streamer, a broadcaster on Twitch TV. Uh, it was twitch.tv slash Steve-O, S-T-E-V-O, and that is a whole... Another podcast, I reckon, talking about the name Steve-O and how much drama that gave me over the time that I was full-time. Um, but I'm still alive. I know a lot of people who uh, used to, or some still do, subscribe to my channel. Even though I haven't been streaming uh, for probably six months to ten months, maybe. I don't know. I wouldn't have been full-time for about a year now. But um, I wanted to kind of continue, um, you know, kind of the banter that we had a bit of back and forth between you guys and myself um a lot of reasons why i haven't been streaming you know we'll get to all that i wanted to sort of address a lot of questions that you guys had for me at least in the first episode of this podcast i don't know if if this is going to be a, a continuous thing i would like for it to be i'd really like for this to be uh kind of a maybe a weekly podcast but i think there's so much uh, more for me to say even though that i'm not on twitch right now um, I would like to be back on Twitch. Uh, it's kind of tricky at the moment. Um, I would like to come on occasionally. I'd like to do some IRL streams. And since I left streaming on Twitch, I noticed, um, they don't have the, what the IRL category anymore. Now that I see there's just chatting, just chatting is a category, which is fair enough. That makes sense. But isn't that what IRL was? So what have they got now? Just chatting and then what you can't stream what, out and about with your phone, what, like, Ice Poseidon would do? Does he still do that? I know he moved to YouTube at some point. That is wild. I remember him getting banned after being kicked off a plane or whatever. That was sweet. But I put out um, I put out a tweet about two hours ago, and I said I'm going to do a podcast and uh, send me your questions because I, I miss a lot of you guys. I got a lot of responses, actually, just in the last uh, hour or two, which is pretty dope. So I will go ahead and address some of those questions for you. Cheers. I'm pretty pumped about this, actually, because I'm excited to put this out. I know a lot of people are like, oh, I miss hearing your voice. And I'm like, oh, that's nice of you to say, but I wouldn't miss my voice. But I don't know. Your voice, here's the thing about your voice. Over the time, this is something that I learned being on Twitch. The very Everyone thinks they hate the sound of their own voice. That's something that you get over very quickly. And I'm sure for people who do twitch streaming or youtube videos or or podcasts or whatever i'm sure you realize how quickly you get over that because everyone thinks their own voice sucks when you hear it recorded but once you once you get in the rhythm of putting out content you get very used to that very quick full disclosure by the way uh, i've been out for a couple of beers with a couple of friends of mine uh it's friday evening what's the date today it's the 17th of may uh, I'm actually in the future. I always used to comment on this, how I'm in the future from uh, all my viewers in the US um, being in Australia. I think New Zealand is the only only people who are further in the future than myself. Shout out to the New Zealand streamers and viewers. But um, it's Friday night. Uh, a couple of friends of mine, I was out at the pub having a couple of beers just throwing back a couple of skewies, a couple off the wood, you know, knocking back a few, lubing up the throat, oiling the throat, 
and uh, a couple of my friends, they went to go and see the rugby game. And I said, you know what? I'm going to head home and have a lovely Friday night watching the footy. That's the AFL, by the way. Uh, and have a couple of beers on the couch. It's a very chilly evening as we're going into the winter and uh, I'm wearing my track pants. Uh, for those of you guys who are in the US, that'd be the sweats. I'm wearing sweats. And uh, I thought I'd answer a few of these questions. I don't think every episode of this podcast will be answering questions from Twitter, but I didn't really know how to kick it off. So I said, uh, what did I tweet? I tweeted something to the tune of, uh, I'm going to record a podcast, ask me any questions about being on Twitch and or otherwise. Because I feel like I'm kind of, uh, I haven't been on Twitch long enough. Like I've been, I've been off, what I mean is I've been off Twitch for a while now. So I feel like I'm in a good position to just reflect on the whole experience of when I was full time, which was two and a half years, I think, which is a decent stretch. Um. I was I was in the Twitch game early it well not from the very start but I feel especially for the for Australians I was on pretty early so many people came to my channel early days early on and they were like oh my god I've never seen an Australian on Twitch and for those of you guys who aren't in Australia and you don't understand the reason for that is the infrastructure for the internet in Australia is piss poor um we have this uh copper wiring connection throughout the country where everyone ha can have access to ADSL which is the speeds are like a top of 12 down and 0 0.8 up and then they've been rolling out for the last few years uh, the NBN which is a, a fiber network and uh, the top speeds you can possibly get are 100 down and 40 up most people can't get that I did have that for the time that I was streaming and it worked well for me but I mean I don't live somewhere that has that now no. All right. I think it's we could get into a whole nother conversation about that. I mean, 5G is going to be rolled out worldwide, but by the time that the, the NBN's finished, let me address some of the lovely questions that you've come uh, at me with via the Twitter, which has enabled me to kick off this uh, lovely podcast. Let me have a sip of this lovely James Squire 150 Lashes Pale Ale, by the way. Can I get a kst in the chat? We don't have a chat because we're not live. Mm. Happy Friday night frothies. By the way, let me know your feedback on all this via, via Twitter. My Twitter is at uh, SteveOTTV. And we've been steadily losing followers on that for a while. And I just got... It's a milestone for us. We just got under 4,000 followers. Nice. If you are new to the podcast, by the way... Before I address these questions, not new to the podcast, new to our whole community, really. Um, the Twitch channel is twitch.tv slash stevo, S-T-E-V-O. Um, I guess a little bit of background quickly. Um, I was a kind of a, a small streamer, but not too small that I couldn't... Uh, I, did, I did do it full-time for, for two and a half years there. Um, I have just over 40,000 followers on Twitch, and I guess... If you're curious, my average viewer viewership was between 100 and 200 concurrents um, at, at any given time. So that that's the kind of level. But uh, I'm sure most of you guys listening to this first episode are Kanga fans, if you will. I've probably met most of you anyway. Uh, first question here, the first person to reply, uh, Rob, 
some some solid questions here from Rob to kick things off. Actually, he said, "How do you feel about the idea that streaming starts as a person hanging with friends, progresses into picking up a community, but can only take the next step by becoming commercialized and that community and potentially the friends providing monetary reimbursement?" And there's more to his question as well. That is a heavy question to kick things off. Uh, goodness me. Where do I start? Uh, how do I feel about the idea that streaming starts as a person hanging with friends? It definitely does. Because you can't start streaming on Twitch in any other way. When I first started streaming on Twitch, what, what had happened was I had... Uh, I used to live in Sydney. I lived in Sydney for a couple of years. And... Um, I, I took a new job in Melbourne. I moved south to Melbourne. Beautiful city. Still live here. Love it. And uh, in the and I didn't really know anyone here in Melbourne at the time. And so after work, I would uh, I started. I was watching some Twitch. I was playing some, a few games, and I decided to give it a crack because my my building that I'd moved into had was wired up for good internet, and um, I started dabbling in it. Really enjoyed it. Um, really got into it. I was watching a lot of streams. I was sort of engaging in a lot of different communities on Twitch. And, um, you know, a few viewers started to trickle in. And I guess it just sort of went from there. Um, and that's the only way. You can't start with the intention for it to to go big. Um, I mean, I guess some people nowadays, they've seen bigger streamers' success. And they probably do do that de- deliberately. I like that's definitely the wrong way to do it is you have to enjoy it i suppose as we get deeper into this you'll find out uh, the things i have to say about that but man you, you really have to enjoy it you can't that sounds so cliche for me to say for anyone who's talking about this topic to say that it sounds cliche like someone who's just starting streaming probably listens to this shit and they hear this from everyone they're like oh you've got to do it because it's fun not for the money and it, it's just it sounds heaps cliche, but un- unfortunately, it's true. I don't know. To, I don't know what else to tell you. Like, you have to go through a massive grind stage if you like if you wanted to to do it full time, and uh, you can't just do that. Those years of grinding and building a community and getting good, unless you enjoy it. Because why would you want to do something that you don't enjoy? So that's the only way to to do it. Uh progresses into picking up a community but can only take the next step by becoming commercialized and that community okay i understand what rob's saying here he's saying how do you feel about the fact that you start about you start doing it for fun but then the only way you can move to that next step is by sort of he's not saying sell out but you are you do have to monetize because you can't pay your rent or you can't pay your bills or you can't you know get the gear that you need to do it professionally unless you do monetize i think this is different to for everyone's situation for me like i was kind of a bit i was kind of older when i kicked off with twitch like i was late late 20s i'm 31 years old now um so i was 30 when i when i wrapped up my the full-time streaming um a year ago now and i think a lot of people are a lot younger and they're, pr- they're probably still living with their folks. They have to be. I mean, a lot of them definitely are. Um, which I don't necessarily think is a good thing because then they're sort of basing the fact on they want to go full-time with their streaming. They're not taking into the account costs. Like, you've got to pay for your 
rent, you know, your bills, your food, your insurance, things like that. And um, they're probably going full-time or try, thinking they can go full-time probably imma- immaturely, immaturely, prematurely um, because they're not aware of the real-world costs. But uh, I suppose I was in a better position in that way. I was, you know, living by myself. And, it, dude, it's expensive to rent an ap- a one-bedroom apartment by yourself in uh, in Melbourne. So uh, I suppose I, I definitely didn't go full-time until I knew I definitely could. And I did. I know, I can tell you for a fact that I didn't... Okay, here's the thing. When I left my, when I left my job and... Uh, and I ended up falling into full-time streaming. I didn't actually leave the job before streaming with the intention of full-time streaming, not at all. Uh, I, I had the intention to do some other things. I was streaming at the time. It was going quite well, and it kind of just fell into that way, and I think it was quite quite a natural thing. I wasn't pursuing money at the time, but I, it, it, was just, it just came together, and I think that was quite a natural way, which is good for me. So the question, I guess, is what do I think about the fact that you have to go from having a community of friends to sort of commercializing? Ideally, it would happen the way that I did where you would want it to flow naturally from one state to the other. But uh, I can't really comment if people are doing it deliberately. I can't imagine what it's like to to pursue pursue the monetary side of streaming from the get-go. Um, so Rob continues his question. He says, do you think the person streaming suffers as they stop being the friend, stop being part of the community and become the uh, the provider who has to earn the money? There's definitely an element of that. The, the problem, the th- here's the thing about streaming full time is it starts off, like for me, it started off in such a natural way that there was enough money rolling in for me to to smoothly move into that sort of full time streaming role. Um, and things seem to like they were going to look up sort of continually and that's good but then if it doesn't keep moving in that direction if you don't have that gradual sort of up curve then that's that's a tricky one there because you at some point you you do need to pay the rent and if things start to go downhill which they really can like you can be, you can try so hard to be the greatest entertainer, but there are different trends online and the way things move and what people are interested in changes. And it might change away from the content that you're providing. And that's not your fault because you want to be consistent and you have a certain style, but things can, things can change and people's interests. And there's a lot of, uh, on Twitch, you know, there's hype around different games and different, uh, broadcasters and different groups of broadcasters who play together and people want to watch certain things and hype can move very quickly from one thing to the next. I think the peak of the peak of my streaming was uh, I, I was big into Player Unknown's Battlegrounds and when they first launched the ability to host custom games, which are now available to everyone. At the time, they were only when they launched, they were only available to select creators. Um, to uh, PUBG partners and I was a PUBG partner from the very start I tested that game from uh, early before it was um, ever available to the public and uh, I had very early access to those custom games and I hosted started hosting custom games and and being kind of like an esports commentator I guess which then kind of became something I wanted to get into but 
I mean, that, it was kind of an exclusive feature. And that sort of was the peak time and um, the peak time for my, uh, for my stream. So things can move on very quickly, though. So I don't know how to answer that, Rob. It, it is real tricky because at some point you do have to pay the rent. You do have to pay your phone bill. You do have to pay your internet bill. You do have to fix your PC when it's broken. You do have to eat uh, you got to do all sorts of things as an adult. And if you're going to be a full-time streamer, streaming as inconsistent as it can be has to provide for all those things. So yes, it flowed naturally for me at the start, um, but all those realities do become apparent. And hopefully it wouldn't happen to you if you are someone aspiring to do that. However, it may. And unexpected finance, financial uh, situations do occur. Excuse me while I sip this uh, lovely beer. Mm. I'm currently watching the West Coast Eagles play the Melbourne Demons. And there could be a bit of an upset because West Coast are the favourites and uh, the Demons are up by 11 right now in the third quarter. For those of you guys from the US or England or Europe, anywhere that's not Australia, you've got to, if you don't know what AFL is, you've got to Google it because this is our, our sport and it is it would look bizarre to you guys. It would look so strange. Uh, question here from Boston Tom on Twitter. I've met Boston Tom. Good man. Uh, he says, do you think being a full-time streamer is an unhealthy way of living? What advice would you give to any streamers that are currently full-time streaming or considering it? Tom, great question. Cheers. Uh, dude, Full-time streaming can, and I've seen the way that a lot of other streamers live, it can and is often a very unhealthy way of living. I myself am not happy with the lifestyle that I was living during the time I was streaming full-time. Um, dude, if, if you're going to be a full-time Twitch broadcaster... You're going to be gaming every day. There's a lot of hours that go into it, a lot of hours that go into it when you're not live as well. Uh, you got to keep the body active because, good God, there's a lot of sitting um, and there's a lot of staring at a monitor and being inside. It's terrible for the body. Terrible for the body. And I was the worst. Um, it's seriously, like, it, it may not seem like it at the time because you're getting such a rush from... You know, dropping a quick 5K in Rainbow Six Siege, you know, a quick ace, you know, just on the DL. I'd throw down the, the odd ace here and there, no dramas. But seriously, I, I've learned this since I've stopped streaming full-time. Like, I've put myself in bad shape and I've worked so hard in the last, like, 10 months to, to fix my body and I feel so much better. You have to keep active. If I could do everything over again with the streaming... Um, I'd be in the gym every, like I'd get up every day and I'd be in the gym for a couple hours each day before coming back and streaming because like the body hasn't evolved to be sitting all day, every day. You need, you need to do work to do what the body's supposed to do. If you're going to plan to sit in the chair for the next 10 hours, it's, it, it may not seem that important, especially, you know, if you're in your twenties, but you will regret it. When you're in your 30s, I guarantee it. You don't want to feel like, you don't want to feel unhealthy. And if you're someone who's in your late teens or your early 20s, I know you can feel, this is a, oh my 
God, this is such a strong message. If you could learn one thing from me talking into this microphone today, you feel invincible when you're at a young age, but it will not take long until you feel the repercussions of what you've done. And by what I mean by that is is the negative aspects of of the negative repercussions of your body sitting in the chair for 10 hours, 10, dude, I know some of you are out there sitting longer than 10 hours in that DX racer. By the, can I, by the way, DX racers are not cool. I had one as well. I thought it was cool the whole time. It just, a friend of mine came over to my house and he looked at my, in my room and he said, that's a virgin's chair. And I said, you know what? <laughs> You're right. It's kind of embarrassing. Uh, but I hope that uh, I hope that answers your question, Tom. Um, you've got to keep the body active. God, I can't stress that enough. Like today, like because I'm drinking a few beers tonight, and I've been working today. Like I was at the gym after work because now I've gotten myself in a good routine where I feel I feel I can't not go. Uh, if I don't go and exercise, don't get in the gym and exercise then I have no energy and I feel horrendous. And I feel like that's a good habit to be in. I've also lost 10 kilos since I finished streaming, uh, which I'm really happy with and I feel great. Uh, Tom, Tom's got a few other questions actually, which is good. I'm just going in order of how they're tweeted in. He says, uh, do you personally miss streaming? If not, how come? I do miss streaming, Tom. Um, I don't miss what we were talking about earlier, like some of the business, you know, the business side of stuff, like, having to make a certain income to pay my bills and whatnot. Streaming's really inconsistent. It's different every every month if you're streaming full-time and uh, that's not ideal, especially when you're looking at, you know, I'm in my 30s, like you're looking at putting money away for retirement, all that sort of thing. Like it's just, it's too, incon- it's not too inconsistent. I know some people do very well, but um, at that level, yeah. It's let, we, we don't want to talk about money for the entire podcast, but I hope that gives you a bit of in- insight. I'm, I do miss streaming. Um, I, yeah, I haven't really been gaming, um, much lately. I've been doing a a lot of other stuff in my life, trying to get the body back in shape and, and, uh, be out there doing a lot of different things and being with people. I was kind of, uh, a bit of a recluse, obviously, which goes hand in hand with streaming. Um, Tom also had another question, which he said here wasn't for the podcast. Um, but Tom, you know what? I'm going to answer this on the podcast anyway. Um, would I consider recording the podcast regularly or is it a one-off? I would like to do this regularly. I, it's too early to tell though uh, with this podcast if uh, we're going to do it regularly. I would like to have people on. Um, I would like to do a podcast and, and banter and, and drink some beers with Uber, who is a, a mod on my channel or still is a mod technically. Um, and me and him used to get on the beers Friday Night Frothies. Well, it's not just Uber, but so many of my community. Um, we could... Like, if you guys watch the stream, you'd definitely be keen to to hear the old crew back together, you know? We could do a podcast with one one podcast with each different person. We could, like, Friday Night Frothies, let's do it. Uh, pizza is Slice says, favorite pizza toppings? Oh, a less serious question. I like it. I like it. Pizza, actually, I haven't thought about that. I would like to say a Supreme, um... But I love just a good ham and che- oh, uh, good ham and cheese, you know. Um, what do you call that? It's got a name. I don't know. I've had a few beers. But uh, when it comes to the topic of pineapple on pizza, I used to be so against pineapple on pizza. 
um, I was a, really on that side. I was really racist towards pineapple on pizza. And uh, I like pineapple in any cold scenario. Didn't like it in any hot scenario. I have slightly changed my mind in recent months. I, I've sampled a few slices here and there of ham and pineapple pizza. And uh, you know what? Yeah, it's got its place. I'm not deep enough yet to really have a strong stance on it. But it's, you know, it's I don't have such a negative feeling about pineapple on pizza. Not that that was the question, but uh, you know how it is. You know what? Before I answer this question, let's have another little bit of beer. Cheers. Well, I guess we're about halfway through the podcast, right? May I remind... All the lovely listeners that you can follow me on Twitter at SteveOTTV, S-T-E-V-O-T-T-V. That's where I'm answering all these questions uh, from. And the Twitch channel, which uh, I haven't broadcasted from in a while now, is twitch.tv slash Steveo. Luckily, uh, I do have the username Steveo on Twitch. Originally, I was Steveo Live, which became Stev Olive. Everyone called me Stev Olive, which is actually a better name than Steveo Live. So many people... So many people would be like, you're not the real Steve-O because there's a guy um, in the movies and on TV called Steve-O, you know, from Jackass, whose name is actually spelt differently. Um, and people don't realize that every second person in Australia's name is Steve-O. It's just a nickname. I can't help it. It's what people call me. I didn't name myself that. Well, I wouldn't give myself a nickname. Although one of my best friends gave himself plenty of nicknames over the years the big easy schooners no one else named him this why would they okay questions here from barcher if you guys watch the channel you would have remembered barcher barcher on fire very good PUBG player when i used to host those tournaments in the custom games he did very well uh he's got a whole bunch of questions here actually was it difficult decision leaving twitch what have you been doing okay he's got a few questions let's go one by one uh yeah was it a difficult decision leaving twitch it wasn't really a decision it's not like i sat down one day and i was like right i'm leaving twitch now uh i'm gonna tell everyone that see it wasn't that um it was a combination of things uh partly partly financial um the stream wasn't on an upward trend um it was kind of hard to make ends meet um, I guess, you know, I, I, I was, I wasn't, I was never really a big enough streamer to be a full-time streamer long-term. Um, it would, it, it would have been the hopes that it would have gone upward. Uh, but it's, I still enjoy myself and you don't want to, you don't want to try, you don't want to put all your eggs in that basket, I guess. I, I probably shouldn't have, but I loved, I loved the time that I did have as a full-time streamer. So yeah, it's partly financial, partly a health thing. Like I just, I felt that my body needed, needed more. Um, and that's, that's the most important thing here really. And uh, I was right. In hindsight, I was 100% right. Um, I should have, I should have been kept active throughout my time as a streamer and I would have been healthier and happier. Um, and everyone would have been, been a, 
benefited from that. That's the biggest message that I could uh, possibly spread. Uh, what have you been doing since? I've been working, Barcher. Um, I don't really want to talk about my work that I'm doing now just because I don't think it's appropriate to link my work to the Twitch stream or this podcast, um, which which I think is fair enough. But yeah, I've been working and just pursuing um, hobbies, friends. Uh, I've moved house a couple of times actually since then. Um, just been pursuing my photography as well and um, just being more social, being out with people and having better relationships. Uh, do you still play video games? To be honest, lately I haven't been. Um, I have an Xbox and I was pl- when Apex came out, I was playing Apex a lot with uh, a friend of mine um, and uh, we were getting right into that on the Xbox. It was a good time. I, dude, I suck. I suck so bad at aiming on the Xbox. But uh, he went on vacation and I haven't played since. And that was like two months ago. I haven't actually played any games in like two months at all. Um, I do miss playing some PC games. You know what I really miss? I miss those like classic games. Classic and single player. Like I was watching John Wick the other day and John Wick 2 getting ready to see John Wick 3. And uh, I was thinking about Max Payne 3. Do you guys, some of you guys might remember when I streamed Max Payne 3 with the best soundtrack of any video game ever by health. It's such a good soundtrack. But um, yeah, it made me think of that. I, I miss some of that for sure. I, I don't miss as much the real competitive stuff. I used to get so angry at myself. And you know what? This, is, this would definitely be another reason that I got frustrated with streaming. The gaming frustrated me and not because of anyone's fault except my own i all my life i've been decent at stuff but never great at any particular thing and gaming like competitive gaming frustrated me because it was another example of that to me and that killed me like Playing Rainbow Six Siege for six hours a day every day and not getting better just took a toll on me. Like it was an emotional roller coaster because it wasn't about the game. It was about the fact that I was doing something every day, all day, and not getting at least good at it. And people would still be like, oh, you're shit. And I knew that I was playing like shit sometimes. And I just wanted to be good at one thing in my life. And that wasn't it. So that kind of frustrated me. Uh, another question from Barcher. Do you miss the Kangas? I do. That's why I'm doing this podcast, man, because I want to put something out to like spark a bit of interaction. I want to I chat with you guys again. Uh, there's still a couple of people from our channel lurking in like our Discord channel. And when I tweet stuff, I get a few responses back and stuff, but I just really want to engage. So I do miss talking to the community because it's quite amazing like we're a small community a small twitch channel forty thousand followers but like it's such a tight-knit group and i remember all the names and everyone's the like the personalities that would come through and i'd see every day it was, it was such a joy so that was the best part about streaming the community that forms i could never imagine that me sitting in front of the computer and playing games and talking to the chat room would form a community of people who would come back daily and would talk about recurring themes and you'd know from each one, everyone's usernames, like who was into what. 
I could I knew so much about everyone's like what people were into. Like different usernames would come into my channel and I know what kind of music they're into. It's crazy. It's something that I value. So I, I this yeah, I do miss the Kangas, so that's why I'm doing the podcast. Um B set also says I still miss the old days. I was lucky enough to find your channel in my first weeks watching Twitch, really. Thanks for all the memories. Thanks, Barcher. It's a pleasure, of course. Um, another question here from Rob. He says, subs, donations, and bits. What's your opinion on each source of income for streamers? Okay, another sort of business question. That's fair enough. Um, subs are great because sub count counts towards sort of things that help you on Twitch, like getting more emotes on Twitch. I know there's loads more emotes these days available for for partners and affiliates than there used to be. Um, you used to have to lock in the emotes and if you dropped sub count, they would drop off and so you couldn't change the emotes and stuff. It's a bit different now from my understanding. But yeah, sub, subs are good because streamers value subs because then you get that consistent monthly income. You're paid monthly on Twitch based on your sub count and ad revenue and bits. Bits are less consistent because they're basically donations, but that sub count is really valuable for Twitch streamers because if you got this, you're maintaining a sub count, you're maintaining it sort of a baseline income, and you need a baseline income if you're a full time streamer so you can pay your rent and things like that. So, really, uh, most streamers will say this, but if you were going to support a Twitch streamer with your five US dollars, either through a sub or a donation, um, they would I mean, they would all say for you to, to, to be a sub. And if you could maintain that for a few months, that would be even better. Even though they, they only receive half or a bit more if you're a big streamer, that's it's that consistency that, that really helps them out more than the donation. The donations do help, though. Um, the donations really help feed the streamer with the, uh, with the food and... And the beers for my Friday night, you know, when I'd be like, oh, I don't know if we can do Friday night for all these. I would never lie to uh, to get a donation. But when I did mention that times were a bit tough, you guys always used to come through with a, a little dono and be like, get yourself, get yourself some beers. And I would and we'd have a fucking great time on a Friday night, wouldn't we, guys? Cheers. Um, uh, Rob. Rob also says, uh, how do you feel about tiered subs? Do you think it's just a way to get more money out of people? and have them feel superior to other subs? Uh, that's a really good question. I always based my... I always counted my sub count based on unique subbers. What, like, unique accounts. Subbers? Is that a word? Um, but, t- I mean, tiered subs do help the streamer because some it gives some viewers an opportunity to contribute more monthly... And that just adds to that consistent baseline income. So if you are a full-time streamer, that monthly base income is more valuable than a random donation. And if someone does want to support with it, like a, a tier two sub, which is what, 10 US a month rather than the five, the tiered sub gives them an opportunity to do that and get a little different badge or whatever, or a different perk, then that then that's great. I think that's a, a really good thing. Um just as long as the broadcaster does not treat the the tier two or tier three subs better than tier one subs, I don't think that's in the spirit of it at all. 
that should be on the streamer's end. I would hope that I never treated anyone differently on my channel. I would really hope that I, I, I always took pride in myself on that. You know what I really took pride in? The fact that even when the stream got a bit more popular, I still like, I never really just went and only played games with other streamers and stuff. It was always a community thing. I always used to pl just play with the core characters from, from the channel. I take a lot of pride in that. I hope people did enjoy that. Mm. How long have we been uh, podcast? How long have I been talking by myself for? 36 minutes? God. Maybe I should wrap it up there and do another episode. I got a few more questions here. That was from Rob. I think that, that is the meaty stuff. Okay, let, okay. You know what? Let me finish off this podcast with a question here from Darth Coat. I remember Darth Coat from the channel. Good to see you, Darth Coat. Uh, tweeted me the question, what's your facial hair care routine slash methods? Well, lovely question. Thank you. Um, I have never had good cheek coverage at all. It's always been the Craig David. So I have like the mustache that goes into the handlebars that goes down to the, to the goatee and the neck beard. And I have no cheek coverage and it triggers me. Everyone else has sexy cheek coverage and they got this sweet five o'clock shadow that goes over the cheek area. But I've, I've just got this like David, I, I've basically just got this David Brent situation going on. Um, so my routine is Darth Coat. You might remember for a while there on the Twitch stream, I just grew it out into like a beard. Um, and I, I looked back at some of my old clips recently and um, I was shocked because I, I can't remember it going that long, but it went pretty long. But uh, these days, yeah, I, I never clean shave. I, I don't like the feeling of being clean shaved. I always like to have sort of stubble. Um, but yeah, I keep it a bit closer than I used to. Um, I feel kind of gross and, and whatnot when I let it grow out. I feel, I feel like I look stupid. So I try and keep it a bit closer. Um, it, I used to kind of let the facial hair hide my double chin a bit, but I've lost 10 kilos since I've been streaming. So I feel a bit better in that regard. So um, feeling good, looking good. Ladies, form a line at the door. Cheers. Um, I'm going to leave it there with the questions, guys, because uh, I'm not sure if there's any more. I'm just sort of scrolling through on my phone. But um, this has been really fun, actually. It's been a fun thing to do on a Friday while having a couple of beers. Um, I don't know if I'm going to call the podcast. It's going to either be called Life After Twitch or Friday Night Frothies. I feel like Life After Twitch is a bit more of a broad appeal name. Like maybe some people who didn't used to um, watch our stream could join listening to the podcast and they could maybe... Um, get a bit of insight as to, you know, what it's, you know, from my experience of being a streamer full time for a couple of years. Um, but then Friday Night Frothies is kind of like our our Friday night from the stream lives on. And, you know, I could record this on Fridays, you know, while having a beer. But uh, it's been it's been fun. Thanks for your responses on Twitter. The Twitter is at Steve OTTV, S-T-E-V-O-T-T-V. Um, and uh, on Instagram, my uh, account is TWJStevens with a V. 
So make sure you guys follow through. And uh, I'll do this again, definitely. We'll, we'll definitely not make this a one-off, but I hope it's been cool. It's been uh, it's been cool to, to get something out and talk a bit about Twitch because it definitely has been a while. Um, so chat to you guys soon, and I'll, uh, I'll speak to you then. Cheers. Thanks for coming out. Firm regards. All the best. <laughs> Cheers.